We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Inventory coming in and opportunities to make great deals. View our inventory online at kcmetroford.com. You're listening to 610 Sports Radio from the Max Motor Studios. Looking to make some money this playoff season? Don't miss that betting show with Alex Gold. Thursday nights at 7 and listen on demand with the Odyssey app. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP Kansas City, WDAFHD2 Liberty, and Odyssey Station. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on What's Trending, we are live out at Rally House in Oak Park, the Oak Park location in Overland Park, I should say, right around Oak Park Mall, 95th and Quivira, broadcasting till 2 o'clock. We're one hour away from going commercial-free. That's because MJ Melendez, Michael Massey, going to stop by, co-host the entire 1 o'clock hour with us, get you fired up and ready for the game tomorrow afternoon. So you want to stop by Rally House. We also, if you stop by our table, have a bunch of $10 gift cards to give out, and there are still a couple $50 gift cards. Now, those you actually have to work for for a little bit more. In this hour, if you come by our table and you are willing on air to sing the Rally House jingle. As much as you, you can get. You can uh-huh. look at the lyrics. You can. You can have them in front of you even. If you can do that, the first person that does that will get a $50 gift card. So that's how the next gift card is coming out. And then we'll figure out the way to give away the that's other right. two. That's so right. if oh. you show up anytime between noon and 2, now you got a sh- good shot. In a fifty dollar right. gift card, just as long as you've got some self-deprecating humor to yourself. Exactly, and of course, the Chiefs getting set tomorrow. They are eight and a half point favorites against the Jags. A three thirty kickoff over on our sister station, one zero six five. The Wolf pregame coverage on six ten Sports Radio as well. We know injury wise, McCole Hardman out for the game. Other than that, the Chiefs are in great shape. Good to go. What's funny is Trevor Lawrence is listed as questionable, as if he's not playing. Give me a break. Listen, it's qu- something tells me, Cody, He'll that, find toe, will be, on the that field? toe will be all right for Trevor Lawrence tomorrow. That'd be a stunning development if for some reason yeah, that wasn't the case. Yeah. Next up on what training, the Royals have reportedly signed a Raldis Chapman to a one-year $3.7 million incentive contract where it could go a little bit higher than that. Obviously, 
Questions amongst the fan base, fair, based on his 2016 domestic violence incident in which he reportedly, or he had admitted to, firing a gun several times in an argument with his significant other. But he is signed with the Royals, according to multiple people. Mark Feinstein, I think, was maybe the first yes. to report it. But a one-year $3.7 million deal that is pending a physical, so it has not been made official yet by the Royals. Yeah, we'll talk more about that move, and obviously there there is controversy around it, understandably so. I think you know there's, there's obvious baseball reasons for doing it, but uh, is it worth the baseball reason considering yeah. uh, the backlash that they're receiving? So we'll get to that in just a little bit. Next up on What's Trending, local college basketball tomorrow. KU taking on TCU. That's a noon tip from Allen Fieldhouse. K-State also at home. All three local schools are at home this week, and K-State taking on uh, Texas Tech, a 1 o'clock tip for that. Uh, so both those games should be in uh, before the, the the Chiefs game, at least. And then Missouri and Alabama, that'll take place at 5 o'clock. So that one will be going on right in the middle of the uh, of, of the Chiefs game. But Missouri coming off a big win against Arkansas. Obviously, K-State's massive win at Bramlage earlier this week against the Kansas Jayhawks. So local schools all playing well right now. Hopefully, if Missouri gets another win this weekend, they might be able to creep back into that top 25. They're fringe anyway, but beating a top 25 team, getting another good win, certainly could do that. Lastly, on what's trending as the Colts continue what could only be described as the widest <laughs> possible net for their head coaching position. They gave By an way, interview you said, today. You said so the widest, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Widest. 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 Let me hit. Let me. Let me enunciate. Okay. Widest. Okay. Search. They interviewed Rich Basaccia for their head coaching position today. I was like, I can't believe anybody. Raiders should have just kept him last year, man. You know what this is? I swear to you, Jim Ursay is interviewing as many people as he can to be like, we didn't just do Jeff Saturday because we thought this mm. through. So it's like, here's Enemy, mm. Here's Basaccia. Here's all these other former head coaches or coordinators. Like, he's going to interview 35 people for this job. Time to start narrowing, my guy. I mean, look, Basaccia did a better job of the Raiders last year than Josh McDaniels did this year. But still, you know, keep sick to it. It's easier way to go. Look, I'm, I'm all for interviewing uh, uh, as many cans as possible. I hope your theory is not correct, although I, I, I don't think it's that insane uh, with what you're suggesting, which is they could say, well, we still thought he was the best candidate out of everybody. By the way, that's just a lie if that's the case. There's no way if you're going to interview, let's say, eight or ten candidates, including Eric Bieniemy, for example, yeah. and then tell me that Jeff Saturday was the most fit in, in for the job. He got a chance to prove himself. Look, if Jeff Saturday would have rattled off four or five wins. You could make a strong then, argument. Then, then you could at least listen to it a little bit. Like, okay, wow, you know what? He found, they didn't do that. His one win was against Josh McDaniels. So, no. No, and, they, and he also had the largest comeback in NFL history go against him, right, with the Vikings. He was the head coach of that team that allowed it to happen. He had, well, now, Andy Reid was the head coach of a team that had a giant comeback, but he yeah. didn't have anything else. He had no juice. And Andy Reid also, though, is had won a lot before. Yeah. That. Correct. Andy Reid didn't come off a TV set. Had never been a head coach before. It's still wild to me that that was the choice, but one way or the other, that's the way it went Someone down. Someone says he's interviewing all of them because he really has to go to the restroom. Yeah, if you were <laughs> listening to the trash of the day, that's he tests them all the, with that. That's uh -huh. like the uh, the college, the mm -hmm. you know the NFL teams just stick the hundred dollar bill at the back of the playbook. <laughs> that that's that's Ursay's move. Are you oh, bothered man. by people who have uncomfortable bowel situations? Because that's the only way you're getting this job. That's <laughs> Jim Ursay just testing you ahead of time. He's testing. He's just testing you. All right, that's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. Of course, a little bit later on, uh, we'll get to the random question of the day. And the first person this hour that comes up to our table that can sing the Rally House jingle is getting that $50 just willing dollar gift card. Yeah, will like willing. Like we said, you I mean, can you have, pull yeah, up the lyrics. Yeah, you can't just sing like three words from it. I mean, you gotta you got to give a strong effort, and that'll, that'll get you home. That'll get you home for that. So stop by here, Rally House in Oak Park. Uh, 
multiple divisional round games, of course, one of the better weekends of the year in sports because, yeah, the Chiefs and Jags, we, we continue to focus in on that, obviously. But Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, Niners, Bengals, and Bills. I, I want to start with the Bengals and Bills because that has the most repercussions for the Chiefs game. It does. Uh, both in location and opponent. It's not just the opponent, but it's location. We all know if it's Buffalo then uh, and the Chiefs win, then it's going to be in Atlanta. And, of course, at Arrowhead if the Chiefs win and Cincinnati gets the victory. I, I really am surprised, though, that Cincinnati is a five-and-a-half-point underdog. I, I Honestly, I don't get it. They announced officially today that their left tackle and their guard is out. Okay, no doubt. Them. But you know what's weird? In, in a weird way, if there was a team that I thought could overcome that, it's Cincy. And the reason for that is their O-line stunk last year. They're used to playing. They're all line stunk last year. Joe Burrow's really good at avoiding the sack. You can pressure him, as we've all seen with the Chiefs playing them, but getting the actual sack, getting him to the ground, Joe Burrow, is, it's very challenging. He's, he's good enough just stepping up, just enough, right? Just enough to get, get your, where your arm's not able to, to drag him down. I actually think Joe Burrow uh, will still perform at a very high level in this game, and it would not surprise me if Cincinnati wins it. I certainly like taking Cincy to cover the five-and-a-half points in a game that I think will be a little lower scoring than people think as well. Um, I, I think Cincinnati – I like them on the money line. That's what I'm saying. I think they can win outright. I'll certainly take them plus five-and-a-half against Buffalo. Do you think uh, that, that Cincy's winning, or do you think they just have, like what, – what's Here's your actual truth. pick? My prediction for before the season – when the playoffs started, was that the Bills were going to end up in the AFC title game against the Chiefs. But part of the reason I chose the Bills to be in the AFC title game is because I chose them before the season to be in the AFC title right. game. If you made me or let me take away that I had a prediction that kind of makes sense to just stick with, I think Cincinnati's winning. I think they are currently playing better and are the better team. They are the best team in the AFC, and I believe. And so, like, better than the Chiefs is the way you're saying mm-hmm. that as well. Yep. I think that they're probably equal partners, in my opinion. Both, I think, Cincinnati and the Chiefs are the two best teams, co-tied for one, if you will, and that really what we're talking about is somebody who is, and the Bills are the close second. I don't think that there's some big wide gap, and I know that home field for the Bills, I think people think it's just going to be this big emotional thing, and the Bills can't lose. They're the team. I mean, kind of understandable, right? It feels like the five-and-a-half point thing is a team of destiny thing, but that is not a good way to bet NFL football. Team of destiny is not a good way to do it. I think that this game, I agree with you. I think it's in the 20s, not in the 30s. I think both quarterbacks will make mistakes. It will be a little bit ugly because they're good teams, and I think Cincinnati is likely to come out on top. The one part we all know, Carl Sheffers is is officiating that game. Thank goodness he's, he's in Buffalo and not in Kansas City. Games that he refs, 11 playoff games since 2010, Cody, the under's 10-1. and 1. It's another reason why I like the under in that game. I know we'll, we'll have our prediction segment when Michael Massey and MJ Melendez uh, join us for the 1 o'clock hour. But, like, when he refs, he mucks the game up so much, does Sheffers, that unders are popular. Shock. Uh, and, and end up landing. And Wait, so that's the no. Case. Carl Sheffers? I know. Mm-hmm. Him? I know. Shocking, right? He makes games uglier? He, he tends to, yes. He tends to do that. What about what about the uh, the Giants and Eagles? Because that's another number one seed, just like the Chiefs. Yeah, the, the Eagles are the one seed. They're taking on a divisional opponent, though. This would have been the scenario we all thought was going to happen for the Chiefs. We thought the Chiefs were going to be the one seed playing divisional opponent, Chargers for a third, third time this season. Uh, instead, it's the Jags, but the Giants are going to play the Eagles for a third time. One game really didn't matter. It was Week 18, and then one game was a, a game that really did matter. In that game, Jalen Hurts ran the ball for 77 yards and looked great. It just depends on which version of Daniel Jones I'm getting. Can you tell me? Can you just tell me now? <laughs> which version of Daniel Jones is showing up? The one who threw for 15 passing touchdowns in the regular season, Gold? 15. That's it. 
I know he just threw for three in that last game. He threw for 15 in an entire regular season this year. Do you know how hard it is to throw for that few? Like, that few. Obviously, the run game is part of what he does. They want to use him like Josh Allen light. But it's just that's not going to win you a playoff game against a quarterback who's better at rushing than you and better at passing than you and has better weapons than you. That's the part I can't get over against this game. Divisional games always give me a little bit more pause. Third matchups, postseasons, I just watched them. They get ugly, right? All those things exist. But I still think the better team is clearly Philadelphia. So I think that that, I, that goes hugely in their favor. I Unless Saquon's going to have one of those days where he just like um, – you know, Marshawn Lynch, right? Like those 180, 190 what, the, the yard games. Quake thing or yeah, whatever. he does yeah. that kind of game. Giants can win. <laughs> but it's going to be more Saquon than Daniel Jones in my mind. Yeah, lastly on this game, for me, it's just the, they beat the Vikings, the Giants did, and they deserve a lot of credit for that. But if we were calling the Vikings fraudulent all this time, this whole time, yeah, they're frauds, they're frauds, and then the Giants beat them, why am I supposed to be so impressed that the Giants beat them? To where I think that's what's happened with why this line is seven, seven and a half points. Uh, in favor of the Eagles when I think it actually should be in line with what the Chiefs are favored over the Jags. Like, I think the Eagles should be eight or eight and a half point favorites. So I like Philly as well. And then the last one, Cowboys and 49ers. Uh, the Cowboys destroyed the Bucks, as we know, down in Tampa. That game was bad. This is going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a game. Cowboys, Niners, of course, a trip to the NFC title game on the line. Got You're Brock- so bullish on the Cowboys. You just won't move I, off of that. I am very bullish. Or you hate Brock the- Purdy. It's something. Oh, no, I don't hate Brock Purdy. I don't. I mean, the guy. why would I hate Brock Purdy? Um, but – for me, Dallas Cowboys are a defense that he's not seen before. With Micah Parsons, the athleticism that exists on that defense, I think we will see Brock Purdy struggle for the first time. He did in the first half against Seattle. That was Seattle. That was the Seattle Seahawks. Now he's going to go up against these guys. We saw the Bucks' offensive line get absolutely destroyed uh, by the Dallas Cowboys' front. Now, I understand the Niners' offensive line with Trent Williams hell of a lot better than what the Bucks have right now. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a problem for Brock Purdy. I think he's going to have to go win a game. This against Seattle, all right, Seattle was scaring you a little bit, but he didn't have to, in my opinion, have to go and win a game. What happens if Dallas is up 10-0? Do I trust that Brock Purdy can do it? I love Kyle Shanahan, the scheme, no doubt. Christian McCaffrey's ridiculous. They got all kinds of weapons. But I want to see what happens when Brock Purdy has to go lead a big drive to win a football game. I'm not convinced that that's happening. I'll take the team that's getting points. Cowboys are three-and-a-half-point dogs. Aren't the Cowboys cursed, though? Like, don't you believe in, like, the Chiefs were a cursed franchise until Patrick Mahomes showed up. Dak showed up, and they didn't stop becoming cursed. They've been cursed the whole time. Well, maybe they won't win the Super Bowl. I hope not. But going to an NFC title game against a third-string quarterback, yeah, I think that's in play. It's weird. I'm trying to separate those two because if you put it on paper like that, then it sounds like it's the Skylar Thompson situation. Right, Gold? Like, it sounds like it's the Skylar Thompson or it's the Anthony Brown situation. And you and I both know that the Brock Purdy situation is not a traditional third-string quarterback situation. It is much better than the normal, like that if the Chiefs were starting Shane Bouchelle. Okay? It turns out Brock Purdy's very good. And Kyle Shanahan's system is very good at protecting those young quarterbacks. So, yeah, I kind of think that maybe there's, you know, like the 49ers have, they, like, you talk about, like, we just rank, rank rosters. Talk about betting markets. You do all the time. Mm-hmm. The 49ers are currently the favorite out of the NFC. Slightly, yep. They would have to go to Philadelphia in a potential matchup if both of those teams were to win it. They're the favorite? And I think it's because the one thing bookies or odds makers or everybody else who's betting these games has realized is the 49ers roster is great. It, it is. I also Everywhere th- but Brock Purdy where it's pretty good. I also think the, the Niners are the, the favorite to come out of the NFC because 
Philadelphia, there's some folks that are still wanting to see Jalen Hurts look like the MVP candidate again in the playoffs. After the right? injury. I, and I, in just, the I understand sure. he's played a game and, and come back and look pretty decent, but I think that's what it is, too. If Jalen Hurts looks great against uh, the Giants, I wouldn't be They'll surprised. They'll be favored in I, the 49 I think that's what I think that's what would happen, yeah. I, I really do. Uh, and if you're the Cowboys, if you can get past the Niners and you end up playing Philly, a divisional game uh, for an NFC title game to go to the Super Bowl, then I think all bets are off at that particular time. All right, that's a little look at some of the other spotlight games, of course, for divisional round weekend. What other well, song are we going to have people sing for Rally House, by the way? Ooh. We, got, we got three of these things to give yeah, away. I we'll want us to think carefully well, about Well, in the 1 o'clock this. hour, either that or we are going to do uh, – remember we were going to do a little – Oh, trading song. So. <laughs> oh, my God, because Cisco's yeah. coming back? Yeah. That did, that is there a more embarrassing song that Gold could sing on the radio than that? That's not like happening. that audio existing forever. That's definitely not happening. Come on, make a bet. No, let's make a bet. Let's I'm let's not, bet I'm on something, sing, and, and the loser singing, has to sing that song. Come I'm on, not singing on God, the just, air. It's not happening. I'll even take worse odds. I'll, I'll take no. a bet that, that like you're clearly the favorite in. Nah, you won't. No, like any time. Oh, you want, if the Jags win, you can. Sing. If the Jags win, um, I'll I'll sing. <laughs> God, nope, I was off already. Off. Hold the on, table. I'm thinking about it. It's such a lopsided table. bet, but already off the table. You had your opportunity, <sighs> Nick. It's like you just said you'd give him odds, happened. and then he presented an idea that gave him odds, and then you backed down, Cody. He That's backed down very quick. I don't think he actually wanted to make that deal. He saw me thinking about it. If and you would have said, oh, if you would have just said okay, down. it would have been over. Yeah. I know, but I I got. You know, in the live betting I market, you got about 20 seconds sometimes to make the bet, and then Carrington is not aware of that. But yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Carrington needs to move to Kansas if he wants to start making live bets, so he doesn't have to. So he doesn't have to text me or anything like that. Uh, we'll get back to the Chiefs in just a little bit here. Of course, our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Centric. Learn more at centric.com/slash/six-ten as we continue broadcasting from Rally House here, the Oak Park location. We've got some $10 gift cards at our table here. If you guys want to stop on by, get geared up for the playoff game tomorrow afternoon, all that cold weather gear. It is going to be snowy, maybe a little rainy out of Arrowhead uh, tomorrow afternoon. But let's talk briefly about the Royals because you mentioned it during What's Trending. They make a signing reportedly. It's not official yet, but Araldis Chapman, veteran reliever, is obviously uh, baseball and had a very impressive career. Uh, the last two years has not been the same type of pitcher whatsoever. No, uh, he's coming off Yankee the worst fans, part of I'm not happy with him either because he kind of quit on the team, refused to kind of go to a workout at the end of the season. Season. They left him off the postseason roster. Uh, he had his worst season a year ago. On the baseball end, it's a one-year deal, reportedly for three point seven million. Okay, so that's nothing. Okay. Let's just start there. Right. That so is nothing. A very and low risk. Move. I think on the baseball side of it, you look at it as okay, a, a guy that can come in, give us some depth in the bullpen, Cody. If he has a good two or three months, uh, then we can flip him. Right? We can flip him for some prospects. You can get some some value for a reliever uh, around the trade deadline. Okay. But as we all and know, there's been a really great value yeah, around relievers so at the trade deadline. I, I get that. So I get that. But, of course, there's more to the story with the signing, and is it worth the pushback they're receiving because, of course, of 2016, which was uh, a domestic violence incident uh, that ultimately led the league, baseball, who at the time really didn't hand out suspensions for things like that. No, now they hand 30, out much longer ones. A 30-game suspension. Um, it was something that took place right before he was about to get traded, or at least became public right before he was about to get traded to the Yankees at the time. This was back in 2016. Remember, it put the trade on hold for a little bit until they got some clarity on the situation. Uh, he has since played in the league ever since 2016. Every year. Um, and, of course, there's a lot of Royals fans that are upset by the signing. You can't blame them. Yeah. I mean, you if you read the incident, even just the parts he admits to, and look, there could have been way more at play here. This goes back to the victim stuff and who to believe in those situations and why. It's in your case believe the person who yeah. is claiming the action against them, not the person who's like, I didn't do any of this. Because even the things he's admitting to, fired a gun eight times, man, in a domestic violence situation. That is terrifying. The The only part of it is 
What is the length of time before you're allowed to be like, okay, we think he's reformed? Or yeah, I think changed. it's different for everybody. Right? I don't think there is. There's no way for me it. to tell you. And my how issue you with Chapman feel. is yeah. that you know there's still parts of it he's denies, even though the other person claims the other. And there's still parts of it where, you know, and maybe it's a maybe it's a language barrier. Like I wouldn't say like contrite is how I would describe Chapman over the course of this time. To me, the people who are like even how like recently Greg Berhalter talked a lot about all the stuff he did after right he didn't have to admit about this for a long time he really got called up and he's like i went to therapy my wife and i went to therapy they were talking about it. it's like all these things that play into it make it easier for him to have those conversations talk about that it's been 20 years ago because there are and rightfully so i think a lot of royals fans especially female fans that feel like this is unfair and i'm with them i feel like that they're right in this situation like it's it's it seems gross <laughs> That this is the this is the person they could target. There's a lot yeah, of choices. I, I, That's part of it, right? There are a lot of players you could go after. You didn't have to go after Chapman. I was surprised by it. I'll tell you that. Look, I I, I told you on, on the, yeah, on, the I base, on the baseball end. I think I see the logic side of it, which is I the, do too. Uh, the ability to, to flip him for prospects. Am I surprised that the Royals, out of all organizations, did it? Yeah, I, I am. Now I don't think that this means. Uh, well, you know, uh, Dane Moore, if he was still the general manager, that he wouldn't have made a move like this because Dane Moore, at one point, there was an idea floated out that he was willing to sign yeah, someone Luke that Heimlich, had, a, yeah. you know, the, the Luke Heimlich situation there. So I, I don't think this is, oh, this is clearly a sign of a new regime. I, I push back on that. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. And, look, I, I, at some point, J.J. Piccolo, whether it's in the next week or – He'll get asked about it, he's, yeah. He's going he's gonna to have to answer uh, why they were willing to make the move and how much did the, the past history influence the decision and how did they – you know, what reassurances, if you will, how much of that was that part of the conversation. All that stuff we don't know yet. Uh, but I, I'm not, I'm not going to tell anybody how to feel about it. I understand people are very passionate and, and upset about it. Um, I, I think, in, unfortunately, in sports we see all the time where, where organizations are, are, are willing to take some risk uh, to look on the baseball side of this things This is just well. take, take the Royals out of this. Take baseball out of this. This is sports. Sports teams yeah. will always take chan- chances on talent. They just – like, and I know that, that, that that's hard for anybody to be like, well, I want to be a fan of a team or I want to be a fan of a sport. I mean, look at the Chiefs. Every, We're here talking Red Friday and look at yeah, the Chiefs yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and their draft decisions with – I mean, the Tyreek Hill situation, right? It's not the only one. I mean, the Browns have Kareem Hunt yeah. or Deshaun Watson yeah, or like absolutely or Greg Hardy, who got five chances right. in the NFL, or Olden Smith, who had a lot. Like the list is, and that's sure. not just, again, it's not just the NFL. I assume someone in baseball will sign Trevor Bauer, who is currently in yeah. the midst of or just finished a very long suspension from Major League Baseball. The thing is, and this is this is the tough part about rooting for sports just in general, is at some point it's do you choose to put a filter on of team versus uh, because like ev- I promise you I don't care which team you cheer for I don't care what sport you cheer for somebody has this history on that team has played for that team it exists in every single circumstance every I mean every team there's not one that's like you know what we've never signed a questionable player ever as a matter of fact I've heard Brett Veach and John Dorsey say we kill a, you know like Dorsey's whole big thing was character 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 and the second they signed drafted Tyreek Hill you're like well you can't claim that anymore you can claim you care about talent, which you clearly do, but you can't claim character stuff anymore because there's still questions about that. I told you I think the only outside idea I have on this is make it at least so that the, the teams are taking a chance. Because as of right now, the teams get to make these signings, and they don't really have to take a chance at anything. If this player were to have another incident like this, it doesn't harm them other than a small amount of financial renew. You know, and like most of the time, when you're taking those chances, they don't cost a lot of money. Tell them that if they, you know, like, because then that's, it's, it's like, if they have another incident, if they get suspended again for domestic violence under your watch, then you have to pay a $10 million fine. Because then at least you're on the hook for making sure this person, fine. making sure this 
person who you're taking a risk on is continuing to take the steps to make sure that they never repeat that action. Like, it's putting more responsibility. Hey, look, you know, nothing, nothing happens. Like, you know, like, just make sure that people yeah, you are and I taking both, care of themselves. I think it sounds great in theory, maybe. Um, you and I both know that will never happen uh, because there's player unions involved. You think the play, <laughs> there's, there's no chance that that happens. Honestly, the I feel like players, the owners would have the bigger issue with well, both, it. Both, both sides. But like, if you're a players union, you also it makes it hard for your player to, to get, get signed. signed again. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, I don't, I don't see that ever being reality. Oh, look, it's a tough. This is a tough spot again. This is the look. They, it's not official yet, but the Royals reportedly signing Raul yeah. Chapman. They didn't think that everything was just going to be smooth. No, they knew there'd be back and that nobody would have any issue with the sign. I mean, I, yeah. I, I think they're they're obviously well aware of the potential repercussions from that in the backlash, and we'll see how it plays out over the next couple weeks and, and months ahead. Obviously, into the season as well. Of course, uh, we are here at Rally House in Oak Park. And coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, we will be commercial-free. The entire 1 o'clock hour commercial-free. We will be broadcasting with a couple of additional co-hosts on the show. We will have MJ Melendez and Michael Massey joining us live here at Rally House. we got people standing by, I think, to say hello to both of them. Excited to see a couple of the Royals rookies. And we'll be I talking think some people some here to playoff. sing a jingle. I, well, that's coming up in the next segment. If someone's ready to step up, $50 gift card <laughs> on the line, we will hear the Rally House jingle. We'll also get back into something that you said cannot happen anymore in the postseason. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, we're back here live at Rally House, the Oak Park location. It's Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Cody Tap with you. Nick Schwert back at the studio. Coming up in about oh, 30 minutes or so, we will go commercial free. Michael Massey, MJ Melendez going to join us live here on location. They're going to co-host with us for the entire hour. They just flew into town today. They're excited to go to Arrowhead tomorrow. We'll find out. Again, I'm 90% sure. we find out what sure. they're going to do in town tonight. And that's well, yeah, that's true as well. Uh, they don't 90%, tell us. Ninety percent sure they've never been to Arrowhead before. We'll, we'll get confirmation on that uh, when they join us in the one o'clock hour. But we told you we've got a bunch of ten dollar gift cards. You just come up to the table here and come on out to the Oak Park location. But we've got a few fifty dollar gift cards. And it, earlier it took singing the uh, the Whopper Whopper jingle that we that's play correct. randomly to annoy people on the show. Uh, it is very annoying, by the way. Uh, but how about the Rally House jingle? 
and we had two volunteers that said, you know what, they're willing to, to sing on the air for a $50 gift card each. So we've got Patty, we've got Billy, both of them are ready. How are you, how are you guys feeling? Are you, are you confident? Oh, I'm very confident. Well, 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 yeah, go ahead and put that mic over there. So you have, well, you, yeah, you can have the mic just for you. He's got a mic as well. You each get a microphone. So then are you guys ready to sing? Oh, yeah. Feeling good. Okay. Okay, do you guys want to sing separately or together? Because if you sing separately, we're going to probably critique who did it better. But if you sing together, it's just, you know, everyone did a great job. I think together. Together. That's a smart choice. Together, there it is. Let's do it. I think it's a smart choice. All right. We'll let you guys, we'll we'll count down to five. Are you guys good to go? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds good. Five. That's too many. You should have said three. Three, two, (laughs) one. Rally house. Shop Rally every team house. in town. Oh, no. Hold on. You guys. Uh, I think he's just going to do the just last the bottom. Line. Okay. Just the last line. I'm sorry. Let me try again. <laughs> just the last oh, line. Make it no. easy on yourself. Right. <laughs> Rally house. Rally house. It's, it's your city, city. It's your town. It's the rally house. All right. Hey. All right. There we go. See? It's that simple. It takes it's a lot that, of courage to be willing to sing on the air. There you guys go. Especially live with no practice or warm up. This is true. So we still have what one fifty dollar rally house gift card to give away too. We do. We'll do that in the one o'clock hour. Nick, what do you we'll want come them up to with say? A, a way for that to happen? What what, what was the Nick, what do I want them? What was your? Cr- yeah, either that or trivia in the one o'clock hour, or Nick will have a different. I was going to say, what do you want them to sing? I already said. I already suggested that the thong song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. They just get the fifty dollar one in as many tens as they can hold. Yeah, seriously. Oh man. Nick, I don't know why that's your suggestion. It's funny. Because it's silly? No, yeah, because <laughs> it's funny. It's content. Okay, fine. I mean, I don't think if I don't exactly here? think we're winning the wait- ratings war with the rally house jingle, just my two cents. Wow. Are well, you Nick's a tough critic back in the studio. <laughs> After you <laughs> gave me a hard time for wow. saying Dude. not bad. Wow. I, they, the first the BK guy brought it. Okay? He did. <laughs> okay? He's applauding the, the BK guy. Rally House, yeah. ne- Rally House duet needed a, needed a do-over. If this were American Idol, wow. Simon Cowell is hitting the X. <laughs> Next. Just saying. That's a, you're mixing your ones. The they, X is for the other show. Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> two different reality <laughs> shows mixed <laughs> one. You get the point. They, did, they, they, they tried hard. Someone said, Nick, if you want to sing that one song, you can as well. The one you suggested. You're, you're welcome you won't to sing even, You, you won't even end. say thong song, Gold? <laughs> I mean, we, he doesn't want that. Do you not you want to say the word thong on the air? No, I'm just, I'm just, that, that's the song. You already mentioned the song. You want to say no, See, it's now you're making clear. it weird. This is like the should and could. Now not, you're making no, it weird by not, not saying it. That song, it's like Lord Voldemort. Just say his name, man. No. <laughs> Wait, do you really He's not, not want to? No, I'm purposely not going to. No, I don't. I think you were already purposely not doing it. Well, yeah. I mean, there's no. There's not intentionally suggested to do so. What? Why? Why is it? There's why don't you want to say a bad word? Why don't you want to say the word thong? I'll give you five dollars if you say the word thong right now. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll I, give you five. I will Venmo what? you. I will Venmo you five dollars <laughs> right now if you just say the word so thong. People right here that are that are Ten at bucks. Rally House are very confused. Ten dollars really wants someone to sing the thong song at some point. That's what Nick <laughs> wants me to say. That's what Nick wants me because to say. Because Andre Cisco is coming to town. I I guess. Yes, okay. Andre well, Cisco it, coming to town. He had a hard hit against yeah. Juju the last time these teams played. It's all topical and relevant. Okay. Well, if you can come here in the one o'clock hour, we'll hand you a microphone. Even while Vinny and, and MJ are on it, or sorry, MJ and. Michael Massey, you're on. We'll be there. So I got confused because someone wore their Vinny Pasquantino jersey here. A reminder that he, he initially wouldn't come because of his beef with Nick, mm-hmm. although eventually it was eventually solved. This is true. We'll get to the random question of the day coming up in about eight minutes or so. 
Uh, it is Cody and Gold. You can hit us up on the text line, 913-586-7610. There's something that you don't think we'll see again, though, in, in the postseason and maybe not even heading into next season based on how teams used to approach the Chiefs and everybody else. Yeah, it's a conversation that probably got dropped because the Chiefs were the number one offense for the majority of the year, so people weren't talking about it the same way. But we know what cost them their playoff run last year. It was what Cincinnati openly admitted going into that postseason game, which was that they just sat back and waited and they knew Mahomes would get bored and the whole too high safety conversation. So teams have been trying that this year. You wouldn't be surprised. You would think that, hey, that might be the playoff try again this year. Nope, it's dead. It's officially dead. Patrick Mahomes ranked number one in the NFL when facing four or few pass rushers and when facing two high safeties. It's done. The conversation is over. If you're planning on beating Patrick Mahomes, that's not the method anymore. He's had an entire season to figure it out, a majority of last season to figure it out. We've seen it with Jarek McKinnon. I just like that there's not an easy answer. Somebody will have to create the new way to beat them. Last year, that was created. In the middle of the season, somebody figured out that the Chiefs were worse in that situation than any other. No, everybody said all year, and nobody's found the solution to stop the Chiefs' offense. So now what? I'm supposed it's going to happen in the regular in the postseason? Cincinnati's done a better job than most say they're against all Patrick op- Mahomes, but still. All common opponents, though, right? I mean, you, Everybody you face? Yeah, you yeah, faced I mean, everybody in the it, AFC it's side. It's not like you haven't seen the plan once from Cincinnati. On the NFC side, they faced just one of those teams the this year? 49ers. Just the 49ers? Yeah, just be the – and look, when you come, by the time you get to Super Bowl, both teams are having a week, you know, two-week gap in between yeah, their last game and, and everybody. Like, at this point, also in the postseason, even if they didn't play each other, everybody knows everybody. You've played Buffalo and Cincinnati how many times? Uh, the one that's interesting is, is, of course, Jacksonville, because I do think they're a little bit different team than what they were in week 10 of the season compared to what they are right now. But as far as your point about two high safeties and just how these teams approach that, we knew coming into the season when Tyreek Hill was out of the picture that what the Chiefs' ideal scenario was going to be in terms of attacking defenses is willing to take some of the stuff that's underneath, willing to be a little more patient, not get as frustrated. We saw the frustration in the second half of the AFC title game last year against Cincinnati in particular. Right, That was the one that was kind of glaring to everybody considering – how the half went down. It's hard to imagine a scenario like that happening because they have made the adjustment by being able to spread the ball around a little bit more. They're much deeper with their passing options than they had a season ago. You know, Demarcus Robinson was targeted, what, three times in overtime against Cincinnati. This is why I still think someone might dare them deep. There's still that, if there's one thing on the Chiefs' offense you have questions about occasionally, it's their ability to throw deep, not get big plays. We know where they rank in that. That's all because – yak yardage and everything they do inside their offense. But I still wonder if, the, if someone's going to go the opposite. They're going to go, nope, we're single high. We're going to come after you, and we're just going to put one guy back there, and we're going to see if MVS can go up and get one. Because to this point, we haven't seen it. Or we're going to see if Justin – because their deep game right now is hope MVS runs under one, not goes up and gets it, or Justin Watson. Those are their two biggest deep threats right now. Unless Kadarius Tony, yeah, but they're getting so much yards role. after the catch, though. I mean, in general, that's like, why they, I would challenge made it work. them the other way now. I really do. There's a lot of risk. There. There's a lot of risk with that. It's like you're, you're it's trying getting to blown still, out. That's this the is risk. why the Chiefs are so challenging of an offense to prepare for. Because what you're saying, okay, fine, we're gonna we're gonna challenge them to beat us deep. We're not gonna give them as much underneath. Okay, well you can, you can get burned in the flash by that with the arm strength and the ability to extend the play that Patrick Mahomes has. So this is why they're the number one offense in football. All of a sudden, their running back Jarek McKinnon is as good of a receiving option as, as most teams are going to have in the postseason, his, in the red zone in particular. Which is wild. Where he's got, what, is it nine touchdowns on the season out of nowhere? Uh, that's not a number he had in his career receiving, I don't believe, or at least not the last three or four years, and now he's got nine in one season. It seems, I understand, but, like, you know you're getting beat that way. They're 14-3, Gold, they got the number one offense in the NFL. This is why teams changed what they did last year. Like, you can't just, this is the, the 
let's just see if it maybe it'll be different for us. You're like, it won't be. It won't be different for you. If you just put two safeties back, you sit back and you wait for this conversation to happen, you're going to get beat. Or they're going to score a bunch of points on you and you're going to have to outscore them, which we know how hard that is in the Kansas City case. Make one mistake, you lose. I understand the risk because the risk, I think, is this, getting blown out. You take that chance, they hit a couple of deep shots, it's over. You've done it. You might be able to just, like, keep it closer by doing it the other way. It's less risky, I will admit, to just let them beat you to death. And and the one thing that I think holds people up is they can still count on the mistake. It's because the mistake that's it. Limits the you can it, count on the Chiefs making a mistake still. It's the, the hope that a mistake's going to happen on a 10-play drive versus a 3-play drive. It's also uh, the hope that you're able to limit some possessions, right? That's, that's what you're hoping actually occurs. You're hoping that you can limit some of the possessions by having extended drives. If you can't see scoring on 3- or 4-play drives, yeah, it's, you're, you're, Patrick Mahomes getting the ball too much in his hands. You're going to be in a big, big bad, you know, a big spot that's going to be bad for you overall. I'm better in the interactions with people that doesn't require me to, to say the right words. That gentleman clearly <laughs> wanted one of the $10 gift yeah. cards and came as a part of it. He wanted to buy that Grady Dick jersey. Oh, that's a good choice, by the it way. It was a jersey, but, you know, you that's get a good point. choice, by the way. Nickel, that's a good nickel sh- appreciates I mean, is he going to get more than a year? Doesn't matter. Why, why can't you support one player? I'm, it's that, tougher it's a, in college. You can support one-year players in college, I guess, a little bit more than, like, other not? pro teams. Well, I don't know. It's kind of weird. People, to... bu- people bought a Juju Smith-Schuster jersey here at Rally House. Yeah, and there's a chance he's only here for a year. How's that any different? Just as long as you win a Super Bowl, I think you're okay. I think so. All right, man, you got a random question for us? Random question. For you, Gold. For you, Nick, back in the studio. And, of course, the text line, 913-586-7610. Random question today brought to you by the window source of Kansas City. All right, so we're at Rally House, so I wanted to make it something focused on there. Oh, boy, I random question know, of the day. I want to know... What is the single oldest piece of sports apparel you still own? So, I don't know. And, like, I, I, I guess in Nick's case, it's probably that Rafe LaFrench jersey, and we have firmly established that. But what is the single oldest piece of sports apparel you own? Ooh. Mine is only about 15 years old. It is a powder blue George Brett jersey. Hmm. It's the one that breaks out for the, the – but I don't own a lot. Like, I don't own anything that I had as a child or from childhood. I don't have any – like. Some of the things that got worn out in early adulthood have been phased out of this thing. Like I had a Mark T in jersey that had a pretty good run, but it fell apart, so it doesn't have any lasting life. I think the longest piece of sports apparel I have is about 15 years old. It's a powder blue um, off-the-truck George Brett jersey that I paid $40 I'm, for. I'm trying to think of the year some of our, our listeners might even know. For me, one of the older like Royals items I have is actually a promo item, the Billy Butler jersey. You guys remember that? It was like the one the, with the barbecue stains the, on it? No, 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 no. When the game was on uh, FSKC, right? When the games used to be on FSKC and they gave out a Billy Butler promotional uh, jersey. And that thing is actually held up. It's It doesn't fit quite as good, obviously, but that thing is actually held up pretty well. That's one of the older ones. You have to look at what year that promo came out. I was in high school, I think. I mean, that, that means... 20 I mean, you know, yeah, the pow- 15 the powder years. Blue. Yeah. Yeah, people saying they have one of those too. Nick, what is your oldest one, that Rafe LaFrance one, or do you go even yeah. further back than that somehow? Um, no, I mean, I I think there might be like an old Michael Jordan Bulls jersey or something Ooh, okay. at my parents' house, which may have beat the, the LaFrance jersey by a couple of years. But, yeah, it would just be basketball jerseys. It's, it's one of those two. I would think that, like, at that point, what are you holding on to them for? Just out of curiosity. Are you I'm, holding not. On to them I'm not. I'm not. hope that. It's not like my okay, parents are I told like, Alex this once, and this is the same conversation. Get rid of all of your childhood stuff at your parents' house. Help them out. 
Tell them they can throw it away. Tell them they don't have to hold it's on to it. Like, so it's in like it's like it's a spare bedroom now. So like nobody really we, goes in that closet. And I never they never asked me if it's okay if they throw it away. I think they just never did it and they don't care. So you don't want everything. You're, you're one day you will appreciate. It. You say like it's do your parents I won't. a favor. I'm not like, sentimental. Your kids might though. Remember when I your said kids you could might, throw my though. body into a garbage can? Well, that can? was. Yeah, well, that's, how do you think? How do you think I feel about my stuff? Well, that's. I think that's exactly the point. Like you might not be the right person to judge on the uh, the, <laughs> the, the the clothing apparel if your own if your own self you're not willing to to I guess value as much at that point. In I time. let my wife save some of our kids like one you know like some of their little kid clothes that she didn't want to get rid of. They're like how long will bin? you save your your kids first like kindergarten art project? How long will you hold on to that? Some of those have already hit the can. Oh, what do you geez. mean? Oh, my. She's in first grade, man. Wow. We got new stuff. Wow. So you just threw it away. Do you know? You don't have a folder where you put some is, of their artwork this is, in? This is hard to describe. Some, yes. But all, absolutely not. <laughs> it is hard to describe the sheer amount of things kids make and therefore end up in your house. I'd have to rent a storage unit. You have to get rid of some or it's just way too much. Just way too much stuff. You pick and choose the ones you like. Yeah, like the oldest Chief stuff I probably have now, it might even it might be like, it's not even that. This little Derek Johnson won't like it because he comes on our show. Like it just puts makes him seem old. Like that might be one of the old. Oh, I still, still somewhere I have a Gerback. Somewhere I have an Elvis. Somewhere okay. if you got a Gerback jersey. Somewhere, that's somewhere old. I have that. I have that thing is deep in the closet at this point in time. But yeah, the Elvis Gerback jersey definitely would be it. At this, that's probably the winner. Honestly. That's definitely the winner. Then that's yeah. '90s. That's '90. Like that's '97. I was about to say that goes it's like '97. If, if you wore it during that time, then that's '97. Yeah, that's about as old as you could possibly Someone imagine. Says they had that Billy Butler jersey. That game was cold as hell. It was a cold promo night. But I'll, I'll give them credit. Usually, some of the promo jerseys, you wonder if they hold up. They that don't. Thing, most it, of the time. It, that one has, man. That one is how it's been washed and been through the dryer multiple times. That one has held up surprisingly. Someone's saying they still got like a '90s era crew T-shirt that they're still wearing. All the letterings on it. Like, who made that shirt? They should make all T-shirts forever. Or do you only wear it, like, once a year? Is it a special occasion one? From the 913, they said they throw their kids' art stuff away within a couple of days, unless it's Sometimes. something they really worked a long time on. I just thought if you would care, like, keep one. Like, so my kid drew a— One art project from kindergarten, one from first grade or something. You know, it's a little more than that, but it's like she drew a muscle man robot, is what she called it, for art class the other day. Stuck it on the fridge, been sitting there a few days— a few more days, it won't be on the fridge anymore. I mean, I don't disagree with you at this point. Like, I think my parents might still have a kindergarten art project somewhere. Like, time why? to let like it go. why? I'm with you there. I, I, time I, to why, let it why go. is that needed? I, I'm with you at some point. But why your kids are still kids? I don't think there's anything. I'm wrong not with saying holding on to some of it, but there's just some you gotta let go. You can't hold on. To, it's the volume thing. It's too much. Mm. Like it's 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 strictly that kind of situation where you are obligated to do it. Someone says they've still got their Tony Giles kids jersey. 33 now. Ray Allen Sonics shirt. How Man, that guy's holding on to every single person on Twitter. Every okay. single piece of apparel from all of childhood. At some point, I do think there's this goal for you. It's like you've had it so long. Like Nick's had that Rafe LaFrench jersey so You don't want to so get rid of it now. He's yeah. never going to get rid of it. Would you let your kid wear it, Nick? Let's say hypothetically you have a kid. Sure. Dude, it's would like you a, let dude, them put yes. it on? Because it's like of a champion. It's like a champion's cool twill. It's not a nice jersey. It's a kid's jersey. But it's just like. You have it, and now you. Well, yeah, really and dude, I don't really think it. It doesn't really carry any sentimental weight for me. So why are you holding Wait, on to it? Well, that, okay, I don't know how like many. Lie, I don't know though. how else to say this, Cody. I'm not holding on to it. It's in my parents' <laughs> closet that they probably go in three times a year. I don't. It's not a top yeah. topic of conversation every time I run into my mom and dad. A lot of people <laughs> Nick, it's time to talk about that LaFrance jersey again. <laughs> a lot of people on the text line just saying to scan the art. And then get a digital copy. You can do that. You can, so they make like books. There's like uh, there's sites where you can like scan it, and they'll make like hardbound books out of it. 
much easier then. That makes sense. I take photos. Like, look, here's a photo of your art. You want to look through it? We can go through some photos of your old art. It's not a problem. Yeah, that's, what, that's literally what someone says on the text. So there's a company you can send all your kids' artwork. They'll put in a book for you, like photocopies of the art. Yeah, hmm. that's the easiest method. You can't hold on all of it, man. Right now it's got, like, you know, it's got a folder, but it's only going to last so long. Reminder, coming up in about 10 minutes, we will be commercial-free starting at 1 o'clock. The entire 1 o'clock hour commercial-free. We're broadcasting live from Rally House in Oak Park. MJ Melendez, Michael Massey going to join us. They actually have just shown up. They're talking to some fans now. Uh, they're going to co-host the entire 1 o'clock hour with us. We'll talk some Chiefs football with them. So that's coming up in just a little bit. We also will have one more $50 gift card to He's give away. you got to the thong song. You do have to do that. And in we do have a bunch MJ of uh, – <laughs> Exactly. And we do have a bunch of $10 gift cards still here as uh, we're gearing up for Chiefs and Jags tomorrow afternoon. It's going to be a cold one out at Arrowhead, so all kinds get of warm weather. We're riding for all kinds of long sleeve shirts, hoodies. Cody got a beanie already. Get stocked up and ready to go, whether you're going to the game tomorrow or not. You know, I feel like when it's playoff time, it's the perfect time also just to get some new Fresh gear. Fresh some gear? Yeah, it's time. You know, it's time. We're looking at all these jerseys, and there's one offensive lineman that has a jersey here. Who is it? And, of course, it's our guy, Creed Humphrey. Of course it is. Right? Any jersey you want, though, they've got it for you here. All right, so before we get to the 1 o'clock hour, really excited to, to kick off the 1 o'clock hour in, in just a little bit. Did you see the latest out of Baltimore real quick? Uh, their coordinator, Greg Roman, was Leco. Lamar Jackson, we all we know, is at this point you know, in limbo. In limbo. But you got a pretty strong endorsement from Harbaugh and the Ravens organization yesterday that he is their guy. They're not trading him. They're going to work on a long-term deal. And I understand that's what you have to say. But I actually do, I, I do believe Lamar Jackson is going to stay in Baltimore. I think – I don't know, man. To me, that's a good sign. The that fact they're going to let him choose? That they, that sure, they but you know Lamar Roman. cares a lot more about money. Lots of money. Well, sure, the Ravens are going to have to either – one, they're going to franchise tag him no matter what while they work on a long-term deal. I think that's pretty clear that that's going to happen. But Greg Roman not being the OC I actually thinks, uh, think helps the case for Lamar to stay in Baltimore. I was trying to decide if my opinion changed at all based on how this worked when we found out that – you know, turns out maybe not letting Russell Wilson make all the decisions was a good idea. Because here's the thing about Lamar. I think he's very talented. He won an MVP. But he won an MVP because of the offense they run. Look, you can say, open it up. I want all these star-wide receivers here. You might think that's a good plan. But this plan works. Like, that's the thing about Greg Roman. He'd be like, oh, it had to happen. I'm like, are you sure? Their offense is pretty successful under Greg Roman. Worked a lot. Seemed like it was a pretty good effort. I understand they didn't get the star-wide receivers they were hoping to get in there at that time, but I don't know. Like, I get, like, with Mahomes, yeah, get star wide receivers. Screw pass blocking ones. I want the ones who can catch it, right? I understand it. And Again, I don't think I'm not the Lamar can't throw guy. I'm just saying this has worked. The way they run offense is one an MVP. They win when he's on the field a lot. But, you, but if you want to keep him, this is the first thing you have to do. You have to at least give him some say if you want him to stay. Uh, that and I think – while we look at their wide receiver core and, and people say, well, they, never, they didn't do enough to build around him. I still think that entire offense was built for Lamar Jackson, though. I mean, it was. Greg, Greg Roman's scheme. In the middle of the season, they, he how went they from went Joe Flacco to Lamar Jackson. Like two, yeah. two completely different quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I, with how they, they built their tight end unit there in Baltimore, the offensive line, the, the fact that they're still, like the Chiefs, one of the few teams that utilizes yeah. a fullback, like all that, for, for as much as we say they didn't do enough, maybe that's true. They need to get some more wide receivers. But that offense is – totally built for Lamar Jackson. Like It would cause a complete reset in Baltimore if Lamar Jackson weren't not to but be But if they there. could like do I, it in the I, middle of the season, they can surely do it in an offseason. Yeah, I just don't believe when you have a guy that's won MVP and has that talent level, you, you just don't let guys like that walk under okay. the age of 30. 
I just it, you doesn't. Just don't, you just don't let them. Walk it away, never man. happens. It like, never the happens. The only way it in happened, NFL, with, but it happened with Deshaun, but that was because of all this other stuff that was going on. Yeah, they weren't real keen on moving him until there were yeah. other reasons that's, to move. That's a whole different scenario that comes to play at that point. It is, but it's just like we come back to this. Like Mahomes can have whatever he wants. There's certain people. I think is Lamar at the point? Because this ended up being the question with uh, Russ a little bit. Is Lamar at the point that you'll just give him anything he wants to keep him? Any amount of money, any amount of offensive coordinator, any amount of saying the wide receivers they bring in. And I'm not sure I'd cash in all those checks. Be like, hey, Lamar, you're going to have some of this, man, but we're not giving you the LeBron treatment, okay? Look, we'll, we'll, we're willing to bend here. There's some movement available. But I don't think I'd be so quick. Like, Mahomes, I'd move heaven and earth. If Mahomes tomorrow said, I want Brett Veach, I'd be like, okay. Like, I mean, I don't think that's smart, Pat. I think maybe you should think about it, but if you're saying it's him or you, you're you're good. I'll, I choose you, right? Like, there's only few quarterbacks in the NFL that I would ever allow that amount of power because, to me, coach, player, whatever those things are, when you start letting them be a little too much GM versus, like, have some say, you run into problems. You, you do. Yeah, I mean, you, the LeBron example, I think, is great that you gave there in the NBA. I mean, that, that's caused the Lakers all yeah, kinds of problems. Yeah, that's why they're bad. The one thing with Baltimore, if you're Lamar, we know – thinking of Deshaun Watson, actually. We know with Watson in Houston, at one point in time, he wanted Eric Bieniemy as the head coach for the Texans. Remember he did. that? It'll be interesting to see if Lamar Jackson – they said he's giving any input. If he's got a preference, a true preference, like is Eric, does he think Eric Bieniemy is the right guy for, for him in Baltimore? Make a choice. If he's going to actually be the play caller. We know Harbaugh's a defensive-minded coach, so you're gonna you're allowed to be the play caller if you're in this spot. That would be an interesting one. It certainly would be a, a, a quarterback that would allow you to be very creative if you're Eric Bieniemy. That makes that maybe a little bit attractive. I would be tempted by that, but I told you, I think Eric Bieniemy might be gone just because there are going to be a million offensive coordinator job open, and some of them are going to be appealing to Eric Bieniemy. Even we are live here at Rally House in Oak Park, location right across from Oak Park Mall, right around 95th in Quivir, getting set for the Chiefs playoff game. Tomorrow afternoon, like I said, we've got some gift cards still to give out. And coming up next, we are going to go commercial-free the entire 1 o'clock hour. MJ Melendez, Michael Massey of the Royals co-hosting Cody and Gold next. This is Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals first baseman slash NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino. This football season with Cody and Gold. My Twitter is about to unload a football <laughs> tweet. First Jets game that I have free on Sunday. It's, it's go time. 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 